activities are coming towards an end. It's almost time for the season to kick off. Welcome to the Principality World Rugby Union podcast. Scarlet's Hopper Ryan Elias is looking forward to renewing a friendly rivalry with Ken Owens. No, it's good to learn off it. It's a lot of time for me and I've got a lot of time for him, so there's a respect there between us as well. Loose coach John Marvel knows it'll be a tough test against double champions Leinster in their opening match. Games like that, you just got to put your best foot forward, come out firing in all cylinders and give yourself a, a best chance to win that game. Wingley Morgan's delighted to swap the worldwide seventh circuit for the Ospreys. It's been five years in seven, so I was at that stage now where I wanted to set myself a new target, new challenges. And Dragons fullback Hallam Amos is looking forward to making a mark early season. We're looking to get a real strong start. I think we've got a couple of winnable games first up, and I think first of all that's, that's got to be our main aim. Of course, one of the interesting things this season is to see all the players who made such an impression with Wales in the summer tour battling us out with the more established players who were rested. All with the World Cup in mind. One of those battles will be at Parker Scarlet's, where Ken Owens will be returning at hooker, along with Ryan Elias, who made such an impression against South Africa and Argentina. Elias certainly enjoyed the tour. Yeah, it was good. Really good experience to um, go out to uh, Argentina and obviously play in South Africa as well. Two tough sides there. Yeah, it was a good learning experience for me. Obviously the Argentinians are, well, and South Africans are renowned for being big boys and quite forwards orientated as well. So um, it's good to test yourself against the best. You know, I was up against Creevy and stuff in Argentina. I felt good. So yeah, it's all positives. Good tour. What was the high point for you? Scoring that try against South Africa to win it was that wasn't bad to be fair. But just in general, getting the three wins, that was uh, I thought that was huge for us to be fair. We all played well. A lot of like changes, you know, from different games. You know, each game we all played well, so that was good. You smashed your nose at one point, didn't you, in that <laughs> South Africa game? If, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I, I did. Yeah. Uh, it's quite funny, really. I went for a counter ruck. And it was like running against South Africa, and obviously it was like running into a brick wall. So I ended up folding up like a cardboard box, and my knee came through and it hit me right in the nose. Mm. So yeah, it wasn't good, but it's good to have it back straight now. Doctors done a good job, to be fair. So tell me, like, Creevy is one of the best hookers in the world. What, what did you learn of him? Technically, as a scrummager, obviously he's a, you know he's quite a big man, and um, he's renowned for his scrummaging. So obviously in the last test. We both starting. First half, it was like a game of chess. I was trying to assess out what he was doing and, you know, things I hadn't really come up against before. And I thought, you know, in the second half, we came out and we got some dominance. We, d- we spoke about a few things half time. So I think that was really positive as well, to be fair. Down at the Scarlets, is it a plus or a minus that you're with Ken, don't you? Oh, it's a plus, definitely. Uh, again, he's one of the best hookers in the world. British Lion, so you know, you're learning from the best and he's a good leader. We're both from Camarthen, same school, you know, same rugby club and everything, so he calls me his apprentice, but um no, it's good to learn off him. Got a lot of time for me and I got a lot of time for him, so there's a respect there between us as well. Hopefully it's the case of change of card when he wants to retire or whatever. Um obviously I'll just take his place. That's the plan or you know, nip in front of him. That winning try, what are your memories uh, of that winning try against that? It was a bit of a poacher's try, to be fair. I thought, um, yeah, they were exiting, and Tom Williams, uh, the scrum half, you know, he made a dart, managed to get his hand on it, got the charge down, and I was just lucky enough to be there, so I pounced on it, so, yeah, happy. 
50 metres by a few years. Oh, yeah, I've been, been, I've been telling my grandkids I run the length of the pitch uh, <laughs> and chip the full back. <laughs> Dragons fullback Callum Amos also had a good tour and is certainly looking forward to an upsurge of fortunes at Rodney Parade. This is really positive, actually. Myself and the other international boys, it's great to come in. You know, we've got the likes of Hibbs and, and Rod Williams who are coming in, bringing experience and, and speaking really well. And yeah, there's a lot of positivity around the camp at the moment. Young developing squads, I suppose it helps having someone of Richard Hibbard's calibre there, doesn't it? Definitely. And, you know, I've, personally, I've been saying for years that it's been a young developing squad, but we have, you know, at one stage got to, you know, show... Uh, that we're fulfilling our potential and people like Hibbs and, and Yanto on the coaching staff are coming in and you know these boys have played for the Lions and you know shone at, at the highest level and it's great that they've come here and bodes really well for us next season. Obviously last season was a very difficult one what positives did you take from it I know you had a good summer to yourself with Wales but what positives have you taken from it as a squad to hopefully try and move on and get a much better season going? been well documented it's a tough season for us but a lot of boys got blooded you know you look at the likes of Aaron Wainwright and at the beginning of the season we sat down you know one-on-one -on -one with the coaches and talked about our goals for the year and his goals were to have a couple of games for Newport so and by the end of the year he's he's got full international cap so things like that you know Babos and there are a lot of boys who had opportunities that maybe they wouldn't have had in, in normal seasons so you know that that's definitely positive and then we know what we've got to do you know we had close games last year there are a couple of draws here that we maybe should have won and all that is just experience in the bank that, that hopefully we can use this year. Alan personally must have been really pleased with this summer tour. Yeah, it was good. It was, it was good to win. It's always nice to get a run of games. You know, the bigger names were, were left at home and it gave an opportunity for, for some of us younger boys to, to have a run out and I think generally we did pretty well. I think the coaches were happy with how it went so it's just nice to get a run, I guess. How nice was it to be treated as a fullback? Yeah, really good. <laughs> it's where I want to play and where I see myself moving forward and there's a couple of big names in the, in the Welsh squad at the moment who are world class there but yeah if I can throw my name into the hat as well especially going into a World Cup year it's um, good for me What are your goals personally this year? First of all focusing on, on getting out of the Dragons I think this is the strongest squad I've been involved with while, while I've been here and this is my 8th season now so you know we'll be looking to get a real strong start I think we've got a couple of winnable games first up and when Ross comes back um, after his ban that'll be a big big boost to us so I think first of all that's that's got to be our main aim and then personally you know want to get into that Welsh shirt more and and as I've alluded to this is a big year for all, all players in, in Wales um, building towards the World Cup in a year's time and yeah that's obviously on the, on the horizon for everyone and, and definitely a goal of mine On the back of the do you feel like you can really hit the ground running at the start of this season? Yeah hopefully I think there's been more Dragons in the Welsh squad than, than there has been in you know, my time here since Toby and, and Danny Lids were there. So I think Corey's experience, Elliot's experience, Aaron's, you know, Ashton's there, thereabouts, Ollie's coming back. It it is really good. We've got a good nucleus of, of young Welsh players now that, that can come off the summer and, and hopefully show that, that we can bring that form into the into the dragon side. Do, do you sense there's a bit more pressure maybe this season to deliver with results? Combining the increased in experience and also Bernard sort of full year ahead. Definitely, you know, Bernard said last year, and I think it was true that he came in late and it was it was always going to be tough. He didn't have the squad he wanted, so now we've got that, so we've got to deliver. You know, there's no more no more excuses out there for us, and I, I, th I think we will. You know, I think we are looking sharp in training. There's always a lot of hope in pre-season, but this year more than any year I've been experienced in, and you know, there are boys come in who, who know how to win. That can't be underestimated. You know that. There's a few of us who have come up through the Dragon system and for the last few years, you know, haven't been on the end of a winning side. But 
having those boys come in will make a massive difference. Did you look around when you first came back in and think, actually, this could be, this is different, this is significantly different yeah, when I definitely. see who's there? Yeah, I knew a lot of the boys already, actually, just from age grey rugby or, or the senior squad. But, you know, you're in meetings and Richard Hibbard's speaking up and, and you listen, you know, you've got people who have won Six Nation Championships, got, you know, a handful of Lions caps. And it is great that we're finally signing boys who... You know, can still offer a, a lot to the game, and, and I think we we will see that this year. As a core of this side, there were the under twenty side that reached the final against England. There's you, Rodri, yeah. Jordan. Is yeah. that going to help? Rod at nine, Jack in the centre, myself and Jordan. Dav Howes was was in the mix of there. So Elliot, do you find yeah, Elliot was. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, oh, there's a lot, and yeah, you're right. It does play well. You know, we've we've played together in the past. We can hopefully um, bring some of that cohesion to this side out on out on this pitch now. Dragons hooker Elliot Dees also looking to build on a pretty impressive 12 months. Yeah, on the back of summer, it's been nice to have a, a bit of time off. That's certainly a bit different. I'm usually uh, used to starting sort of uh, when all the other boys start. So it's a bit different coming in a bit later, but I think it was something I needed. I needed uh, to give the body a bit of a rest. But it's good to see how much the boys have sort of gelled and um, all the new boys have fitted in really well, all the new coaches, all the new players. And uh, things are looking really good, really excited. Do you feel different this year? Are you getting different looks from people after the 12 months you've had? On a personal note, I think uh, last season couldn't have really gone any better personally. I I would have liked to have racked up a few more wins and made a few more good memories in the Dragons jersey, but um, I'm sure this season that that will come. And with the players we signed, the coaches we signed, things are just looking on the up. Certainly a, a good buzz and a a good confidence and if you have a look around the squad now there's a lot more depth than there has been in recent years and I think you need depth in squads to uh, create competition and and ultimately get performances on the weekend. When you saw the Wales summer selection, saw Ken wasn't going, you must have had high expectations but did it surpass maybe even those? Yeah, I was certainly um, excited knowing that um, just me and Ryan were going on the tour, it doesn't take a a genius to work out that you're going to get a lot of game time there so it was sort of excited about that but there was no guarantees still had to work hard and compete and I was happy to get the two starts and come on in that final game. I think um, it was a great tour for everyone really Um, the younger boys gelled as a unit and there's no better feeling than proving a few people wrong. I think I read a few articles before the first Argentina game and we were expected to get steamrolled. I think that's what one of the journalist said and to go out there and prove a point was uh, brilliant. You're part of a group of the young players here, potential individually delivering but not as a collective. Is there a different expectation on, on you as a group this time? Yeah, certainly I think professional sport is all about results really. It's a team game and the team has to do well so this season we're certainly looking to um, put some wrongs right and we're looking forward to the challenge. What was your feedback Elliot from Warren? It's great that the tour was um, used to to give boys with not much experience like myself exposure to sort of that stage and no, I was really happy with the way it went um, the South Africa game was a, was a funny old game, it was a tough game um, I'm not sure what it looked like on TV but it was probably the hardest conditions I've ever played in I think it was about 35 degrees and absolutely hammering down with rain so that was uh, a great experience and it was just brilliant to sort of win three out of three and exceed everyone's expectations really. Do you feel like you're a much better player on the back of it? Yeah I think the last year has made me grown quite a bit I think grown into a bit of a leader in this group this Dragon squad we've obviously got a lot of young boys and brought a few more experienced boys in but no, I think the last 12 months has, has helped me no end. In terms of the start how crucial is, is it to get a positive start in terms of for the region? Obviously everyone's seen all the all the fixtures and 
you would say I think we're, we're expected to get off to a good start with three home games in that month. There's obviously a bit of pressure on us to, to perform and obviously with the signings we've made everyone's expecting a, a big change but I think from the way we're looking in training I, I, I'm very confident we can uh, get off to a good start. And how does it differ compared to previous seasons then or pre-seasons? The biggest difference is just looking around and seeing how many good players we have in each position, not just one or two players who you, who you know are definitely going to start. I think there's there's genuinely three or four players in each position who fit in and, and, and there wouldn't be any difference in, in the way we would play. Someone who made a different impression was Wales sevens wing Luke Morgan, including a tunnel incident with a Samoa player at the World Cup. He's now back with the Ospreys looking to make an impression in 15s on the back of his sevens showings. Obviously, a nice way to kind of finish a long season with the um, World Cup. Obviously, the place itself was lovely as well, San Fran. So, obviously, maybe not where we wanted to finish, but all in all, it's a good, good tournament. Any regrets after finishing that tournament, you know, anything like that? At the stage now, I just wanted to try and push on to the 15s game and give myself a new challenge and stuff like that. So, so yeah, looking forward to it. The Wales made headlines out there because of what happened on and after the Samoa. Can you tell us what happened or what can you say about it? It was out in the press a bit. There was a bit of a scuffle in the uh, tunnel after, but yeah, it was just out with their um, police matter out there now, so it was just left it with them and for them to sort out. So. Yeah. How is Tom? Yeah, he's right there. Yeah, he's, uh, I think he's had uh, worse laps before, <laughs> but um, now nah, he's right. He's, like, he's back in full training now and um, looking good. So. And how are you? Because your name was mentioned and obviously you picked yeah, up. So, yeah, he's right there. Like I say, he's, he's kind of. Uh, one-off hit kind of thing, but pick yourself up and find no dramas. Did it take you by surprise a bit? What happened? Uh, yeah, yeah. I would say it was a bit of a shot from behind, but um, last thing you expect when you're walking back after a game. But it's been a game full of drama. I it was, yeah. It was just a very tight game. We've uh, had a tight couple of games going throughout the season, and uh, yeah, obviously I think Tom got their uh, winning try in um, Golden Point. So, um, so yeah, it was a very good game to be in and physical as, as usual with them. Did that incident shake you up, Luke? You know it. Couldn't it be nice to sort of be involved in and witness? Something like that, this is not what you want to be doing in the middle of a tournament kind of thing. But it was kind of the cards we got dealt, it happened out of the blue kind of thing. So obviously there's a couple of stuff you had to do, statements, etc. But yeah, I think we just had to kind of crack on and crack on with the job really. So. What uh, injuries did you sustain? Upper lip, two stitches. Yeah, like I say, it wasn't too bad, it didn't stop me playing. Some of Tommy broke his nose, so uh, he couldn't play the, the day after. But myself, I was uh, I was right to play the day after. So yeah, and how much are you looking forward to the second stint of the Ospreys, really? Yeah, like I say, it's, it's it's a new challenge for me. It's done five years and seven, so I was at that stage now where I wanted to set myself a new target, new challenges, and it was an opening with with Ospreys um, that got given to me. So I take that with both hands now and train my best and see what happens. Do you think you're a better player than <laughs> five years ago? Yeah, I think obviously I've matured in the game kind of thing and um, sevens, the pathway through there has helped me so much with my skills and defence and everything and um, yeah, like I said, coming, it was five years ago and I was, you learn a lot in that professional environment kind of thing and um, so yeah, definitely a different player and excited to see what I can do. The Olympics, was there any thought, that's two years along the line and you missed out last time, but was there any thoughts I might could carry on a little bit for that? Yeah, that was in the back of the head kind of thing, but like I say, it's two years away, it's a long time in a in a rugby career kind of thing, obviously it was a short career. Yeah, so at the moment I'm concentrating on the 15s game, if I try and set myself in here and maybe when that comes around then I might try and look to go back into um, for that, for the, because I know a couple of 15s boys done that in the last Olympics. 
so yeah, it's definitely something in the back of the head that I'll uh, keep my finger on kind of thing, but at the moment just concentrating on the 15s game. So. A couple of Corey Allen and Justin Pritipper yeah. played out there with you yeah, on the exactly, Gold Coast. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, they obviously came out to the yeah. uh, Commonwealth and stuff like that, so they fitted in perfect, so this shows that it's not uh, not impossible to do. You're listening to the Principality Welsh Rugby Union podcast. least in our roundup of the regions, the Blues, who are looking to build on winning the Challenge Cup last season, but entertain double champions Leinster in the opening game. Here's coach John Marverhill. Oh, it's a tough start. I think that if you want to get them, you want to get them early. You know, we'll probably had a bit more time together than they have. So, you know, on games like that, you just got to put your best foot forward, come out firing in all cylinders and give yourself a, a best chance to win that game. And there's some good experience to come back in the team. But at, at the same stage, with those experienced guys being out, it's given the younger guys a chance to step up, uh, like the Harry Millards and the Alan Summerhills and those guys. Owen Lane. And as obviously we're getting approaching games now, proper training, have you been excited and sort of been by what oh, you've mate, seen? We, just, we were just looking forward. I was looking forward to getting started. You can just see there's a, a subtle change in the boys' um, preparation this week, but uh, there's a real change in attitude leading into this game you've been here briefly what have you sort of made of the whole experience oh, the, i brought the weather with me obviously <laughs> from australia it's been absolutely fantastic i've had a chance to to look around the place I, i've been to the gym a couple of times across the st david's as well it's a it's a really really nice place cardiff in general is just a fantastic city there's a lot of amenities here a lot of things to do for everyone so you know i can't see why a lot of people more, more people don't actually live here how important is it for the guys behind us here to do things like this to be seen you know in the general population to interact with people and children? I think, you know, they're in a very privileged position to play rugby as their work. Rugby is, is a Welsh game, so I think they have a little bit of a duty uh, of care to get out about and, and meet people who, who go to work each week. They spend their money buying the tickets and it's important that we come out to these type of things and show our faces as well. We're looking forward to getting started. It's their first opportunity for us to get a game after the, the away game in Bilbao last year. I wasn't involved in that. They finished the season really well and hopefully we'll take some of that momentum into our, our next season. Blues number eight Nick Williams spoke to Steph Thomas. Obviously it's a new era, the Blues, John's come in. How's it been so far? It's been exciting really. Nobody knows what to expect and we're still going through that teething phase and uh, it's been a breath of fresh air if I'm honest. You know, we've got a lot of new boys that have come into camp. They're slowly making their, their way into how we uh, how we do things at Cardiff Blues. Yeah. A lot of the time when a new coach comes in, you know, a size at the low end and he has to, uh, you know, rip stuff up, but he's taking over a side that's doing well. I mean, is he taking stuff that Danny did well over? Is he just bringing his own ideas? How, how's... Well, I think it's a bit of both, really. He, he knows structures that we've put into place that have worked and um, some structures that he, I think he's brought in as well. So it's been good just that wee bit of balance, you know. He could have easily just come in and, and ripped everything up, like yeah. you say, and, and, and put a stamp on things, but um, so far so good, and, yeah. and hopefully we can take that into the season. No expectation on the Blues this season after last year's uh, heroics. Are you confident you can build on that and um, you know do well again? That's the plan. You know, it's easy to win things. You know, staying at the top is the hardest bit about it. We'll take lessons from last season. We'd like to keep the, the highs as high as possible for as long as we can, and, and hopefully the lows as as minimal as possible. Back in the Champions Cup, you played there for Ulster. It's a big step up. Do you think you guys are capable of making a mark in our competition? Because we've been out of the Champions Cup for so long, we'll bring that element of 
unpredictability, so yeah. teams probably won't know how to take us in that first round. Um, but I'm pretty sure things will pan out better in their second round. So, look, it's, it's an exciting place to be for, for Cardiff Blues and, and just the region as a whole. We're just raring to go. We'll, We'll take care of the Champions Cup when that comes across, but uh, for now it's um, take care of these pre-seasons going into Leinster. Being from New Zealand, is Cardiff still a, a big name in that part of the world? Oh yeah, you know the big followers up here, so yeah. uh, wherever Jonah goes, uh, you know, oh, world yeah, rugby course, goes. Yeah. So I was quite lucky to, to play with Jonah and, and um, to see the mark that he made up here is, uh, is massive. So, you know, Cardiff's well known in New Zealand, not because of Jonah, but just, just the place and, and the history that they have here. And for yourself, I mean, um, I'm not going to say you're old, but you are at the tail end. Um, yeah, how, how's the body feeling then? It's good, mate. You know, the heart always want to keep going, but the body will always, you know, unfortunately come to a halt. But so far, so good. Pre-season has been awesome. Yeah. Medical staff have uh, looked after us. Older fellas are a wee bit better than letting young fellas run ragged. So medical staff are on top of their game. So as long as they keep looking after me, I'll hopefully be able to put up performance after week after week. Is this the strongest Cardiff squad that you've been involved in? Uh, yeah, I'd have to say so. I mean, after winning the Challenge Cup, you know, it's hard you know, not, to, not, to, not to go by them. So, you know, it's, it is the strongest team. It's, it's just about maintaining it and and hopefully keeping our, our standards as high as we can. Are you from Auckland? I am, yeah. Did, did you ever get coached by Wayne Pivot? I did, yeah. He coached me at uh, North Harbour, so yeah. good to see a familiar face up here. But they say he's a good man-manager, but... Yeah, he was. He's, he's, we had uh, probably the famous cup in New Zealand, the Ranfurly Shield at the yeah. time, you know, and he was... So he came into a good team already, and yeah. and uh, like you said, his man-management was, uh, was very yeah. good, and... I was lucky enough for him to, uh, he chose me to captain the team that season, so yeah. I've got nothing but good good things to say about the man and just wish him best for um, first uh, the Scarlets and then with Wales to come. Do you think he's a good choice for Wales? Oh, yeah, mate, he's, he's always going to be the natural choice, wouldn't he? You know, he's, uh, you just look at how successful the Scarlets are and how many Scarlet players are in the actual Welsh team, so it was just a moment at the end of the day, it was just a matter of time when he was going to get it. Finally, a chance to look at the Principality Premiership. Ewan Dyer spoke to Pontypridd forward Joe Popple, Looking forward to the new season, including the new TV deal with BBC Wales. That's where we need to look at this year. Instead of looking far ahead where we are at the table and who we're playing against in a few weeks' time, I think we need to take every game as it comes. Obviously, it's all being televised and stuff this yeah. year, so I think we need to take each game as it comes. Does that make a difference then being on live network television? You know, it, you know, for some, a lot of the players, maybe they haven't had regular TV exposure. It's a tough one to tell, obviously. I've done it a couple of times, and I think yeah. a few people thrive on it. They love the attention. Yeah. So I think that's where some people look excel. But then some people, maybe they'll buckle under pressure. So it'll be interesting to see what will happen. But I think, despite the, where it is, where we're playing, who we're playing against, or if it's televised or not, I think we turn up on game day, we get our job done, hopefully come away with five points, train up on a Tuesday, go where we went wrong, look at what we went right, go to team on Thursday and then back it on the Saturday, no matter what, again, who we're playing, who we're playing against or where it is, etc. Yeah. We just focus on who we're playing, get the five points, because I think after the, I've been here my third year now, the boys are working hard and I think it's time to bring it home. So. Yeah. Relegation in the mix now this year, at the end of this season, does that play on players' minds then, you know, when we look forward to a brand new season? Or, because it, it hasn't happened really for a few years. It hasn't been in the back of our minds. And if you look at the calibre of the squad we got, I don't think we'll be in that situation. If we did, for argument's sake, we were down there, I know we'd bounce back and we're ready to go. But like I said, 
we're not looking where we're at the table. We're not. We don't care we're playing, where yeah. we're playing, and who's against, etc. We just want to come away with five points, get a job done. Obviously, things are going to go wrong. This, yeah. That's rugby for us, but. You know, that's where we got experts as Justin, Gareth, we've got Dino on the analysis, we've got Bully. They've all got yeah. a good uh, rugby brain on them, so it's always going to go right, but then whenever it goes wrong, yeah. they're always going to be able to fix it for us, and then we just got to work at it. Your third year here, things that you uh, want to do, want to achieve? <laughs> I had a bit of a bumpy uh, ride last year. I was uh, obviously with the university. Yeah. My aim is now I want to be first choice again. My first year, I think I played about 32 games. I started 28. Yeah. So I'd like to be at that area again. Uh, last year, I played something like 16 games. Yeah. And I didn't start any. So I think that's where I want this year. Right. I'm aiming for at least five starts, and that'll be a goal for me. And then whatever comes as an extra is an extra yeah. bonus. So that's it for this week's Principality Welsh Rugby Union podcast. Good luck to all the teams in Wales kicking off their seasons this weekend. Until next week, goodbye.